Isn't God good? Yeah. Amen. Man, I'm telling you what, I, I just, I'm kind of pumped because uh, I, I, got I got a great word for you, and, and, and I, I just know that the things that God is leading us to, uh, you, you know, and the places that God's taken us is amazing. How, do you know that God has extraordinary plans for your life? I'm telling you, God has extraordinary plans for your life. That, that uh, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of us, uh, you know, somehow, some way, you know, and, 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 and it's, not all, it's not all that odd, you know, to, to kind of get knocked aside a little bit because life can get crazy and get chaotic. But, but you can't allow yourself uh, to, 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 like, start coasting through life. No, you, you, you got to pick it up. You, why? Well, because, because in reality, see, you're, you're just not, you're, you're not just some dude, some, some gal floating through life, but, but you, you're, you're empowered by God. Think about it. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. And you, 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 you know what, man, I'm telling you, you, you got enough power in you to blow the lips off the front of your face. You, 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 you have everything that it takes, according to the Word of God, you have everything that it takes to live a life that absolutely thrills God. And God, you know, well, what pleases God? Well, the Bible says God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God, man, if you knew the things that please God and you knew that you had been empowered to do those things and, and you could just wrap your heart and mind around it, you know, and, and instead of letting the enemy uh, define you, you know, well, I don't like the place I'm at, then change the name of that place. Man, you know, well, it's such a dry place. No, no, this is a miraculous place. Yeah, the place that you are, it, it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a place that sucks the life out. No, it's a life-giving place. And begin, begin to make that confession and begin to, to demonstrate it and, and change the place you're at and, and just refuse, refuse to live anything less than a superstar lifestyle. Because you are, you are God's superstars. I said, you are God's superstars. Look at somebody and say, I'm a superstar. Come on, look the other way and say, I'm a superstar. Hey, man, we demonstrate it for you, but it would suck, so we're not going to do that. The, the, the deal is, is that you are a superstar, but you can't, be, you can't have superstar status and, and like be all half-hearted. Well, I really tried, and I ran into some opposition. Well, that's the deal, see, is that this great life that God has for you also comes with great battle. See, a lot of us, we want great victory, but we want little bitty battle. We, we don't want to, stri- no, we, we kind of got our hand out. We want everything given to us. We want, we want to go to a church service and ask God to do the stuff that we won't invest our time, effort, resource, or energy into. Hey, it's Father's Day. <laughs> some of you guys, some of you guys, man, you, you, if, you can, if you can take this and apply this, you can change your life forever. I'm talking Forever. Well, yeah, but you don't understand, man. You know, it's just been so hard. And there was a season in my life where things were really going good. And there was, a, there was moments that, that, that just seemed like no matter what we did, no matter what we touched, it, it just worked. But, man, you know, we've just been in a dry spot. And, 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 and somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, somebody took my confidence. You know, because the Bible says, doesn't it say in Hebrews, it says, Cast not therefore away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience after you have done the will of God. You're going to receive the promise. See, we have a little struggle thing with that patience, with that perseverance, with that endurance thing. 
Because, you know, there's a season in our life. It's just like the guys, you know, traveling through the desert, and every day they got up, and there's manna out there on the ground, and God just handed everything to them. But the Bible says that then one day the manna ceased. And, and they went from getting everything handed to them to actually having to go in and, and drive out the, the enemy and fight for their victory. And, and, and basically what he did is he grew them up. God, God could be, maybe, just think about it, God could be growing you up. Yeah, but, but somebody stole my confidence. Nothing takes your confidence. It says, cast not, therefore, away. Don't throw away your confidence. You don't, you, your confidence isn't stolen from it. You give it up. And what you got to do is say, see, because what you gave up, you can also get back. See, the enemy can't have your confidence because it's yours. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will. We know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we know that we're going to receive the petition that we desired from him. And this is the confidence that we have, knowing that he who has began a good work in us shall continue to perform it right up to the day of Jesus Christ. Hey, guess what? The day of Jesus that, that I saw about there hadn't happened yet. So God who has started a work in you, he hasn't given up, caved in, quit. He hasn't walked off. He hasn't left you high and dry. He's still at work. He's still at work. He's still got plans. He's still looking at you saying, come on, come on, let's go. We got big things out in your future. God's building you a future. I said, God's building you a future, but you're going you're gonna to have to like, like move into it, right? You got you to lean into it. You got to give yourself to it. You got you, you to get fired up a little bit. Gotta, I said, you got to get fired up a little bit, and you got to stop giving away your confidence. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I had a bad experience. Everybody in the room has had bad experiences, some of them today. Yeah. Father's Day, it's not, it's not actually one of those easy holidays because a lot of people, all they remember is the hurt and the wound and the struggle, the disappointment. And... You have a good, good father. I said, you have a good, good father. And you need to remember that, well, you know, hey, what's the Bible say? The Bible says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a crowd of witnesses who have gone on before us and borne testimony to the truth, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. See, he's the guy that starts it, and he'll be the guy that ends it. And you don't have the right to take his position and say, I'm putting a period here because I'm done. No, he has a future for you, and he is looking at you, a called, chosen, blood-bought child of God, and he's waiting on you to respond in obedience to the purpose that he's created within you. And you got to rise up. you got to say, I'm, you know, kind of like, kind of like, remember those old dudes, you know, Caleb, Josh, you, you know, give me my mountain. Give, give me my mountain. And, and, and why? Because God is not done with me yet. God is not done with me yet. So don't you be done with God. Look at what Isaiah 43 says. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't look at that. 
Because first, we, sh we should address the mentality that plagues a lot of us. Can we do that just for a second? Because see, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, see, you might be really popular. In other words, you can get a lot of people to agree with you. You, you might have some amazing skill and talent. And, uh, because I, I believe everybody in here has amazing skill and talent. And, 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 and you, you might, but, but see, if, if you stay half-hearted at, at the end of the story, ain't nobody going to care. You, you might not be as sharp or as bold or, or, or as gifted as other people, but if you'll lean into to what God's called you to and, and walk through the doors that God opens and give it everything you got and then some, you'll not only make an impact, you'll be remembered. You, I said you'll be remembered. But let, let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something. It won't be easy. Thank you for that great response. <laughs> I want it easy. That's called heaven. We're not there yet. Okay, so, so here we are, and we're in the middle of this thing, but, but uh, uh, you know, what, what you have to do is you have to kill that, that, that desire, that mindset. It's, it's, it's like an Apollos mindset. You remember who Apollos was? Apollos in the Bible. Anybody remember Apollos? You got Apollos. Who, who is Apollos? The Bible says, well, Paul watered, or Paul planted, Apollos watered, but it's God who gave the increase. Some said, I'm of Paul. Some said, I'm of Apollos. See, Apollos was a popular guy. Apollos was a gifted speaker. He was an amazing speaker. He was a great, great preacher, he, and he had a lot of following. And, and, and he's named after the sun god. I mean, Apollos, this dude's probably, he's probably tall and, and, and good looking and got everything going. He's got some great, great skills. Timothy, on the other hand, was young. He was timid. He, he had some issues in life. And Paul was constantly encouraging Timothy, you know, hey, man, don't, don't let anybody despise you of your youth. He kept, he kept challenging him. And, but Timothy, he was the guy that just kept showing up to grow up. He just kept doing anything that was asked of him and then some. And, and he always had that attitude. And, and Paul would call on Timothy, and Timothy would travel and go all over the place and do all kinds of great things. And we know a lot about Timothy. But Apollos... Who, who had more potential than, than, than the young Tim did. Well, at one point, at one point, uh, Paul wrote, uh, and he said, hey, Timothy's coming, and he's coming to me, and he's going to travel through there, and when he gets there, make sure you treat him right, because he's coming to me, and he's going to tell me how you treated him. Make sure you guys treat him as if it were me, because this guy's, is, this guy's gold, and he's got a heart of gold. But Apollos, Apollos, this is who everybody wants. Don't send Tim, send Apollos. Well, and look, look at what he said. Uh, I gave him the verse earlier. He, he said, about our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him. I, this is Paul, who, who, who is, you know, dude, I'm going to tell you something. Paul's had a huge impact on your Christianity. And, and, and Paul, Paul, Paul's an authority guy. And, and he said, I strongly urged Apollos to, to go to you with the brothers, but he was quite unwilling. But he will show up when he has the opportunity. See, let me tell you something about what God's got for you. It, it's it's going to be awesome, but it's not going to be convenient. It, 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 it's going to be amazing, extraordinary, but you can't have some old, ordinary church member mindset and possess what God has for you in your future. Okay, and, and, and I know that, that, that there's a lot of people in the room, and it's amazing the, the things that you've been through, but the things that you've been through are not the things you're headed to. 
And, and the things that you're headed to are going are gonna to just cause the things that you've been through. To, you know, it's, it's just not going to compare. I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us, Romans 8.18. See, God's got something up his sleeve. He's doing something awesome. The enemy sees it, and he's trying to distract you. He's, try, he's trying to slow you down, because if you ever tap into what God has for you, you are going to be a, a major, major threat to the powers of darkness. Why? Because you're a superstar. You're not just some low-life loser. Knock it off. You're a superstar. Look what God says in, in Isaiah 43. He said, this is what God says. I mean, you know, if God starts talking, you should start listening. This is what God says, the God who builds a road right through the ocean. Hello? The God who has the ability to build a road right through the God who can do things that are impossible. The God that you are singing about today, that's the God who's talking to us. He carves a path through the pounding waves. The God who summons horses and chariots and armies and they lie down and can't get up. Just snuffed out like a candle. That is the God who's going to talk to you today. He's the God who brought you out of bondage and delivered you into a land of promise. That's the God who, who didn't let anything stop him. Nothing deterred him. Nothing depressed him, nothing slowed him down. That's the God who wants a word in your life right now. Listen to what that God has to say. Forget about all that. Forget that, that, that victory that you had, that moment that you experienced, that place that you, stop it. Forget about that. Don't keep going over old history. See, a lot of you guys are allow. if you're not careful, you're going to allow your past victory to be your last victory. Oh, I just love the way we used to do church. Remember when you played the guitar and stepped to the microphone? We sang for 97 minutes. Remember those song lists we used to have, Lene? I had a song list. It didn't even fit on a page. I hand wrote them. And it didn't matter because we never followed it. By song two, we were off in the spirit, just, just, just out there. I'd preach for two hours. We, were, we, we want to go back. We want to go back. See, here's the thing is, uh, back is not good. Oh, yeah, but the leading of the Spirit. I'm going to tell you something. It takes a lot more leading of the Spirit to walk in this discipline that we're in now than it ever did back there, because back there, we could get totally out of the Spirit, but we could confuse you for a few minutes singing a favorite song. It was easy. He said, you know what? I need you to be alert and be a present. I'm about to do something brand new. I want to do something brand new. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't think a lot of us want anything brand new. We'd like a redo. If we could just have a redo of what we had, because, well, see, I got, it's like I, I, I'm prepared for what I had, and I could probably do that one better. I could probably get more out of it if I could go redo it. But God don't want a redo. God wants a brand new. And, and, and in order to really capture the brand new that God has, he, he needs a new you. He needs a new you. He needs you to be open and receptive and, 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 and connected. He needs you to be alert and present, to be alert and present. The problem is, is that you've trained yourself to not live that way. 
You trained yourself, and all of us are there. Don't, 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 don't act like I'm, like, I'm, like I'm beating us up, because I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to empower us to go out and make a difference. But uh, let me tell you, we have to address this thing, because most of us live half-hearted, and we got the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwelling in us, and, 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 and the healing virtue of Jesus Christ. Flow. He said, if you lay your hands on the sick, shucks, they're going to recover. If you speak to a mountain and tell it to go, it's going to get out your way. And here we are going through life half-hearted because somebody was nice to us. I just want to go back to the way it was. Why? Because new is hard. Ever got a new cell phone? Help us, Jesus. Got the new cell phone. Can't find nothing. I mean, does it even work? I hate this thing. For a month. Yeah, I got an amen from somebody who ain't never responded in church before. <laughs> talking, talking about cell phones. Because now we're relating. Right? Why? Because new ain't easy. Give yourself a month. Give yourself six weeks. This is so awesome. Get a new job. Oh, my Lord. New, new, new ain't easy. Because new demands you to grow. See, I think God's looking at saying, I got this new stuff. I got this new plan. I got this new way. I got this new life. I got this new hope. I got this new future. But you want me to put it in the old you. And it don't work. Matter of fact, Matthew, and Matthew, Jesus said, hey, he said, hey, nobody, nobody puts new wine in an old wineskin. For the old skin would burst from the pressure. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. See, a lot of us could have new relationships, you know, and when I say new relationships, I don't mean ditch your wife and get a new one. <laughs> Just want to clarify that. Last night, somebody, that, I got a name in there. Yeah, a new one. I even forgot where I am. Oh, so you could have a lot of new stuff. The problem is you burst under pressure. Why is God withholding from me? He's not. You just spill it on the ground. You lose it. You let it go. Kind of like your confidence. You do. It comes. Why? Because no word from God will ever fail. God's word will perform exactly what he sent it forth to accomplish, it will not return to him void. He's doing a new thing. Can I just tell you something? God is doing a new thing. Some of us are so connected to the old thing that we can't reach the new thing that God's doing. Because we're so tight and we don't like the pressure. I don't like the pressure. I don't, like, I, I don't like what it do, does to me. See, you could have a new marriage. You could have a new marriage with the same wife, with the same husband, with the same spouse, the same kids, the same job, the same house, the same car, the same financial income, the same stuff. You could have a new marriage. But you might have to shut up. I can't take the pressure. <laughs> I have to say something. Well, that went over well. Uh, uh, new wine is stored in new wineskins so that both are preserved. Look, look, look at the next one. Uh, once you were dead 
in your sin. And it, uh, it, oh, not just sin, but many sins. Many sins. See, once, once you are dead in your many sins, doesn't it feel like he wrote this like to the person you're sitting next to? Okay. Once you are dead because of your disobedience in your many sins. Look at, here we go. And you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. Oh. And you were obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. And he is that spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. And all of us used to live that way, following passionate desires and inclinations of that sinful nature. By our very nature, we were actually subject to God's anger, just like everybody. But God, so rich in his mercy. Thank you for the mercy. And he loved us so much. I hope you understand that. That God is so rich and he loves you so much that even though we were dead because of our sin, he gave us life. And you're the recipient, not the ability to inhale and exhale. It's not that word. It's Zoe. It's God life. Life as God has it. More life than death. More joy than sorrow. More peace than chaos. More hope than despair. More provision than lack. More healing than sickness. Oh, it's not easy. Jesus even said, uh, narrows the gate and difficult is the way that leads to Zoe. So because God's given you Zoe, don't mean you are experiencing Zoe. Because Zoe don't work in a half-hearted saint. Zoe is reserved for superstar saints. It's only by that grace. And that grace is not the ability to hide your sin. That grace is an empowering agent that enables you to rise up and stop sinning. Stop missing the mark. In other words, he can empower you to hit a bullseye. He can, he, 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 he can give you everything that you need, man. You, you can demonstrate Satan's defeat on a daily basis. You can live a life that actually humiliates hell. You've got what it takes. I love this next verse, so check it out. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we're united with Christ. We are, re, un, we are united with Christ. We're seated in heavenly realms through Christ. And look, look, look at this. So God can point to us in all future generations as examples See, here's how you're supposed to be living this life. As an example of the incredible wealth that he has invested in you so that we show to the world all that he has done for us who have connected to Christ. See, here, here's the thing, it, it, is that it's Father's Day, and, and I'm going to tell you guys something, and it's not just the men, but I want to speak to the fathers for a minute. You're not just a dad, you're a superstar dad said, you're a superstar dad, but you need to be the example. See, and, and there's a couple of mindsets you got to wrap your head around if you really want to live like a superstar, if you want, if you want Zoe. And, and, and the first thing you have to do is stop seeking a great example and start being one. See, stop, stop looking for, for something that you can look at and, and, and make a commitment and make a declaration and, and, and make a statement with your life. You, you can watch me. You can watch me. And I'm going to walk in victory. And I don't care how much hell we go through, but I will not be defeated. You can put your eyes on me and you can see what it looks like to, to walk out in prosperity. You can watch me. And, you can, and I think you need to have the attitude that you're looking at your family, you're looking at your coworkers, you're looking at your neighbors, you're looking at this region 
and you say, hey, you want to see, see what joy looks like? You just watch me because I'm going to demonstrate it for you because yeah. God, who is rich in mercy, has rescued me from the jaws of hell, and he didn't do it so I could sit up here and act like some wiener. I'm going to live like an example. See, you, you, got, you got to get this. You got to understand that instead of looking, instead of reading about what a really good dad is, why don't you write the book? Why don't you be the guy that says, you know what? Why don't you be the gal that says, there's a leader in me. There's a leader in me. Follow me. And I'll show you how to have victory even when you don't get what you want. Walk in my steps, and your life will get better and better. I'm telling you, if you live your life the way that Shelby and I live our life, your life's going to get better. And it's not because we're smart. It's because we're committed. It's because we refuse to not be the example that God has empowered us to be. Oh, you never have a bad day. I'm having one right now. You got to stop living like a consumer and be an example. Be an example. Today, today, when you leave, by the way, all the men, all the men, all the men, you know what we're, you know what we're teaching? You, this is what we're teaching the kids over there. The kids over there, this is what they're being taught today. If you ever need to see what victory looks like, look over here. If you ever need to see what it looks like to walk in faith, just look over there, pick out one of them faces, find, find one of those faces and just watch them and they'll show you what it looks like. If you ever need to know what it looks like to be a man of God, all you got to do is look across the hall. There they are. And they're giving them baseballs today, little baseballs. And every guy in here on your way out, the ushers are going to give you a, a little Sharpie. And, and you're not going to wait for some kid to come ask you for your signature because you're so freaking insecure and you, you, you're just so soft and well, nobody would buy that. No, you're going to be the example and you're going to walk up and you're going to say to the kid, hey, let me sign your ball and, and let me put my name on your ball and let me make a commitment to you that I'm going to live for God every day of my life. When I sign your ball, young man, one, young woman, when I sign this ball, you can, you can bring it back to me someday. And you can say, man, I'm so glad that you were the example that I needed yeah. to make it through a hard time because you signed this thing. You made a commitment to me. Did you hear what he said? He used slang. Just being an example. You need to shift. I'm going back to point one. Because you got really quiet there, and it irritated me. What's up with that? And I just realized, oh, we're not done with point one. You got to be the example. You got to serve. What? What does it look like? What does it look like to do life together? Could we look at you and see that in living demonstration? We ought to be able to look at any of us. Hello? I mean, unless you've just showed up today. Hey, if you're a visitor today, we are so glad you're here. And everything we do is with you in mind. We don't do any of it 
for us. But there's a lot of us, oh my gosh, you want to know what's crazy is the ice cream line. We have free ice cream. It's the best ice cream in the world. But it amazes me how some of you larger individuals can beat those children to the line. And, and, and it's like, get out the way. You know, and suddenly, you know, the violent take it by force. And, 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 and you're out there. And really? Is that the example? Are you saying I shouldn't have a cone? No, I'm, I'm just saying it ain't all about you. Yeah, stay quiet. We'll stay here. I got all day. You know where myself and some of our key guys, you know where we park? As far away in the lot as we can. Why do you do that? To make room for others. You know, one day I, I had to laugh because I got in here really early. And, you know, I, I just, I, I pull around, I drop Shelby off and whoever's with us, and I, and I go park. And, and, I, and I'm parking and I'm walking around. And I dang near got run over for two cars of, of serve, servers in the house. I love you guys, but I just thought it's so funny. And I almost got run over in the parking lot because there's two cars racing for that last spot right here by that door. Are we the examples? If people just duplicated you, would they be a superstar? Come on, you've been empowered by God to be a superstar. And see, you got to shift from being a, recip a recipient, a receiver, to being a giver. I'm telling you, new ain't easy. But you got to be a giver. But, but, but see, a lot of us, you do understand that if you start giving, it doesn't cut off the receiving. That when you begin to give, it actually opens the windows of heaven so that you can actually receive more. But when you're tight-fisted, when, you, when you're hanging on to everything you got, whether it's your money, your time, your gift, your resource, whatever it is, when you're holding on, you can't receive more because you're close-handed. See, you, you got you to shift. You want to be a superstar? You got to shift from being just a receiver to being a giver. You got to give your time. You got to give your talent. You got to give your resource. You, you know what? This tithing thing shouldn't be a problem for any of us. We ought to just be tithing constantly. Why? Because we're givers. And God said that he'd open up the windows of heaven. When Tab was up here today, and he said, God wants to bless you. God, God's desire is to bless. I'll pour out blessings that you can't even contain it. But well, well, where's that at in my life? Well, you're so tight it can't get in. Okay? I, I don't sit in the office and read the giving you know, reports. I, I, I don't know who's tithing and who isn't. So let me just say to you very freely that if you're not a giver, you're hurting yourself. And let me tell you something about a superstar. Superstar, you know, think about it in the sports world. Put a superstar on the field. What's he do? He gives everything he's got and then some. Look at your neighbor and say, and then some. I have to hurry. You're very thankful for that. I got it. I don't want to give it. I just got this. 
I just got this. Can you imagine what it would be like to grow up and, and, and you're wandering around your entire life, you're wandering around in, in, out in the desert, and you ain't got hardly anything. You got just enough food to make it through the day. We can't even store it up because if we get more than enough, it, it turns to mold. And, 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 but you're told your whole life, someday God's going to lead you into a land that's going to be flowing with milk and honey. There's going to be houses there that you didn't build, cities that you didn't erect, wells that you didn't dig. It's going to be vineyards that you didn't plant. It's going to be an amazing place. And then you finally get there, and the first thing God wants from you is an offering. I just got this. Yeah, I gave it to you so you could give it. And Achan, you know, Achan, remember Achan? He had a little bit of a problem, so he took God's stuff and hit it with his stuff, and he even had a season for repentance, but he couldn't do it because he, 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 he just, man, man, I've been wanting this for so long. The problem is, is that, 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 that killed him. You, you got to shift. You got to be a giver. I said you got to be a giver. You gotta be a giver. You gotta train yourself to give, even when it hurts, especially when it hurts. Because it's opening the ability for God to pour into you. One last thing, you, you have to shift from I wish to I will. I wish our marriage was better. No, I will make this marriage better. I wish, no, I will. I will. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to live a, a life of a victim. I'm going to take control because God has empowered me, and I will live like an example, and I will live like a giver, and I will walk in victory, and I will do everything that God's called me and empowered me to do. I am a superstar. Because that's who you are. I was thinking about giving today and realized that somebody donated their car to the church. We want to say thank you. If those look familiar to you, don't forget to get your giving receipt. Do we, do we have another set? See, you're not just an ordinary people. I refuse to pastor an ordinary church. You're not an ordinary people. And we look back and we look at where God's brought us. And you look at where, where we started and you look to where God's brought us and it, it's amazing. But you gotta forget all that. You gotta forget all that because God's about ready to do a brand new thing. In your life, you've had some amazing victories. It is amazing. There are people, dude, there's a dude over there. They resuscitated him six or seven times in one night. It's amazing. There's, there's people here who the doctor said, you ain't going to make it, and they're still in here sucking up your oxygen. There's families that were broken and in despair, and now they've risen up, and they're strong, and they're healthy. There's businesses that were going under, and now they're flying over. There's people, but you, get, you can't, stop going over old history. It's, I'm glad that you're grateful. Never you lose that gratitude, but don't let your past victory be your last victory. And if you remain half-hearted and complacent and, 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 and accept incompetence from yourself. You Stop it. You are not an ordinary people. The new thing that God has for you is amazing. So you need to be amazing too.
You need to rise up and say, I am a superstar. I will, I will live like a superstar. I will live like a superstar. I will be the example that others can follow and their life will get better. I will pour out of myself into anybody who's willing to allow it. I will serve people who don't deserve it. I'll give to people who can never repay me. I will be a blessing. I, well, well, yeah, but I, I've been giving some of my money over there to those people because you know they're trying to cure cancer. They're, they're trying to cure a disease. We're trying to cure a disease here too. It's called sin and eternal separation. And, and, and we're going to be superstars about it. Hello? I don't care if you got all in on the bookshelf. You need to get it in your heart and your mind and your attitude. And you, and you need to say, I, I am going to live the life of a superstar that God's called me to be. And some of you guys, it starts with a step away from yourself and towards God. And you just say, okay, God, today I'm going to give you this life, this messed up, broken, dilapidated life. And I'm going to open the door for you to come into my life and to change me from the inside out because I never want to be the same again. And if there is a greater life that you have planned for me, made ready for me, if I am your workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that I might do the good things that you've created me to do and take the path that, uh, which you prearranged made ready for me to take living the good life which you have called me to if that's your plan I want it some of you guys you need to make that statement today and you need to just quit messing around say I will I will walk with God I want you to bow your head and close your eye for just a minute and if you're in this place today maybe in the past you've made a Similar statement, but 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 you you've fallen through. You you broke your 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 covenant. I don't know. Maybe you've never prayed this prayer, but you're here today, and, and you say, you know what, Tom? I'm going to make this prayer my prayer. Never going to be the same again. I want to agree with you in prayer. We're all going to pray this prayer together. I want to agree with you in prayer. But while no one's looking around, eyes are closed. If you're here and you say, Pastor, I'm making this prayer my prayer today. I want you to hold your hand up real high, just so I can see it. I just want to agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's awesome, it's awesome. I want everybody in this place pray this with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I know I need your love. I know I need your acceptance. I know I need your forgiveness. So come into my life and change me. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, guys, give the Lord a big shout, big round of applause.